Hi listeners, welcome back to Even Podcast. I'm Olwabukumiadeolu. Welcome on today's episode. I have beautiful guests with me. They're my sisters. So let's hear from them. Introduce yourself. What's your name? Hi everyone. My name is Adita Mola Adeolu. What's your name? Hi everyone. My name is Adirangi Adeolu. You're welcome. Hello everyone. My name is Rabukumi Adeolu and these are my sisters. They're my blood sisters. They're not sisters in the Lord or whatever like that. These ones are my blood sisters. This is the first time I'm bringing them on my podcast. Apart from Damola. I did Damola, sorry. I brought her here before. But she's coming again. But this is the first time I did Rukia on my podcast. So welcome. Drink your juice that we placed in your front. Please juice. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. On today's episode, we have a very beautiful topic, very sensitive one at that, and it's about grief, grieving and all that, everything that comes with grieving, something like that, sure. So, we're going to be talking about how to undo grief, right? Yes, yeah. ma. We're going to talk about how to undo grief or, like, through our own personal experience, right? So we've had our own fair share of experience on what grief looks like and how we have been handling or how we've handled grief. So we would like to share and bless someone out there too that might be passing through the same thing. We know someone out there is passing through one grief or the other. You've lost your loved one. You've lost someone that is very dear to you. And you're passing through something that is really, 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 really big. Because we've had our own experience on it, we've decided that, okay, let's share with someone and let's bless life with our own experience. So, let's jump into what we have for them on this episode. So, the first thing we're going to talk about is grief. What grief is? What do we understand by grief? When you hear the word grief, what comes to your mind? Mm, I think, kind of going through hardship or loss, sorrow, that kind of thing, yeah. I don't get what you think. Um, to me, just shortly, I would say grief is um, like a state of loss. You've lost, of your, you lose something, something very dear and special to you, and you're trying to process it. Yeah. That's the state yeah. of what you are, the grief. Okay, I understand. Like, we are talking from our own perspective, right? And yes, I think that's what grief is also to me wow. a state of loss, a state of hardship, a state of suffering, a personal loss. Yeah, so that's what grief is. Thank you very much. So, the next point I would like us to talk about is stages of grief. There are a lot of stages of grief, right? Yes, so we are in a stage presently, Abby. Yes, so, there are a lot of stages of grief. What are the stages that we have in grief, Damla? Tell us. The first stage that you think we are personal, you know that this is about our own experience. Mm-hmm. First stage should be the stage of unbelief, like you don't want to believe that this thing has happened to me, or okay. you don't even want to process it. You don't want to um, even think about it. To, exactly, you don't want to entertain the. You're not even accepting it at all. I don't want to know that. This yeah. Thing has what do you think about the first stage of grief? As Damla said, it will be not accept like denial. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Living in denial. denial that if I take it off my mind, like I don't think this thing happened. If I take it off my mind, then it's not real. Mm-hmm. If I keep over like covering up, up with other activities, then it's off my mind. Then off mind of of feeling. 
then I don't think about it, then it does not dawn to me that nothing, nothing is happening at the moment. Okay, I understand. Yes, it's like that for me too. I feel like there's a stage of denial, unbelief, disbelief. You're thinking, it's not happening, it's not happening, and all that. Yeah, the next stage is let me see the next stage that I think. The next stage is dawning on you when it starts dawning on you. When the loss, the suffering, the hardship start dawning on you. Okay, this thing is happening. Oh, this thing actually, I think this thing actually happened. They start dawning on you and all that and all that, right? Yeah. Do you accept? Yeah. Yes, like. What do you want to say? Yeah, I want to say that after that um, unbelief stage comes this stage that mm-hmm. you now believe that, okay, we are not playing. We are not playing. This is actually happening to me. Yeah, so yeah. So you start to actually process. process it, exactly. Process it and say, ah, okay, this has actually happened. Did this thing happen? Okay, did this thing really, is this thing really happening? Yeah. And the last stage that I'll say, more same thing. Or do you have any other stage before I see my own the last stage I think? Do you have any other stage? Nah. So the last stage I think I'm going to say is the acceptance stage. When you accept it. When you start to believe your actual um what's it called? Actual um grief, loss. right? Actual loss that you're accepting the fact that this thing really happened. You've accepted the fact that oh I've lost a loved one. Oh I'm passing through an hardship or whatever like that. Do we do we agree with yes, me? Yes. yes. So actually, um, personally, uh, I would say that some of these stages might vary. Yeah. Depending on mm, the person. Of but course. I can say that even from the you, you listed some three stages. You said first one denial, the second one when it starts um, to dawn on you, it starts dawning on you, then the third one is acceptance. But you know, there's there are stages in grief that the first stage. You deny it, you totally deny it, like oh, deny a part way that something, something is not happening to me. Let me just mm-hmm. take it off my mind. Then you see people flocking in, like if you love someone in your uh-huh. family, then you see of people course. coming in, coming in. Then you, 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 you're still in denial, but there's a part of it that I've accepted that okay, something it has happened, happened, but I think it does not, it has not, not sound, of course. You your head that okay, this is, you know, this is serious. Sorry to cut you. Do you know we still talk about that part of people around you that is not making your head correct at that point? Let's mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get there actually. So okay. I get your point because it's a personal mm-hmm. experience it's a personal now. Experience. Then uh, there's another part of grief that people don't really talk about. You've not there's another stage that's happened to me recently. Like like you've not accepted the fact. You might have accepted that okay. It's this another is point. Gone. Okay. But Talking about the not, loss of a loved one, you've right? Not felt the pain. You've not allowed yourself to feel, feel the pain. Feel the pain. Yes. Those are the points I want us to talk about. Later. It, you've kept it hidden for a no, very long time. That it is exactly It's like when you fill up a jar, you kept filling it up. You kept filling it up. Is that there's space? So there's space. There's space. Then on sudden, you can't just keep it. You kept keeping your emotions. Mm-hmm. You don't want anything to trigger you. You just yeah. you you just try to be strong for everybody. But hey, suddenly, that's you the point. Just, just, you just oh my god, yeah, yeah, you are uncomfortable. Yeah, like minded. Now, let us jump into that yet. We are already going into it, but thank you very much for sharing that. I really appreciate it because that's what we're going to talk about really. So, we are already into that. I want to talk about our personal experience. We are already into it already. Mm-hmm. We, what happened to us? Hmm. Let me see. So, that let me start the bombshell. <laughs> we lost our father. Like, this man is not just a father, just any father. He was a close, it was a present father 
So you know it's a different thing when you have a father that is doesn't stay at home or is always available. And you have a father that is always in your face, always available, talks yeah. to you, laughs with you and everything. You know there's a difference. So that was the type of father we had. Loving and everything. We loved him so much. He loves us so much. So that's the type of relationship we had with our father and we lost. We lost the man. So this is like around how many years ago, please? Three years. Three years ago. Really quick. Yeah, it's three years this year. So we decided that let's talk about it. Our personal experience. So let me just ask us that. At the first stage, our own first stage, how was it like for us? Hmm. Now, <laughs> let's be very sincere. My last was my last sister is a dude, okay? My last star was not at home when this thing happened. Wow. It was me and my younger sister that we are not going to go into the details because nobody wants to be cleaning or wiping tears we don't want to be what <laughs> water works we don't have buckets to pack the mister so they are not really going to go over the details and everything everything we just talk, touch it so my elder sister was not around she came back to no like she came back she had the news on the road kind of <laughs> so what she was trying to come back you know they were trying to you know what they were trying to so but at the end of the she knew on the road but then Sha came to me does I really I don't want to cry now but whenever I think about that part that's that the greatest thing for me oh my god I feel like we have to tell you people okay. that <laughs> at the, the entrance of our house like this okay she just started saying where is my daddy like where she was I don't know why you like this you're not making us feel emotional okay the thing was that me, I, I didn't know how to go and, you know, meet her, you know, go and say, welcome. I was even putting my younger sister back that Don't go. Enough that I said, they kept my mom from crying before because when my sister, Ella sister, go back like this, they released the tears from my mom's face. They, oh yeah, bring it on. Everybody now started wailing. Like, because my sister was displaying from outside, you know, she could not even walk. They were dragging her inside. If you could, we can think about the situation. Picture it. They were dragging her inside, and we were, we now held ourselves and we were crying. Oh my God. Really, it's a good thing that we're talking about it now. We can really smile. We cannot really smile. We can still smile small. But really, it was a thing. Anytime I actually, if I want to cry, let me just think about that soon. You know what? I'm going to break into tears. But so that was the first stage for us. That was part of the first stage. But let me say something about the first stage that that kind of affected me or did not affect me or whatever. Let me just share the experience. You know, there were a lot of people around us. Compa- I don't know if that's how people do it. That people have a lot of people mm-hmm. around there. People come around. They want to stay with you. You know, in our case, the big mommy we always here yeah. yes. for a long time. Yes. People were yes. coming yes. every friends. day, every day. You know, every day. Every every day. day. See, every even day. for like Tamla for the next three months, people were still here. Were, because uh, as I said, people we were still here. October, we people were still here. Now, after like 40, 40 days, people were still here. Like people were still in our house, like sleeping, staying over, and all that. So we had a lot of people around trying to make us smile and all that. Let me not tell you the effect you had on me. It not make me think. You know, although we're passing through a lot of prayers and all that. You know how the effect I'm like now was very dramatic. Yes, I was actually very dramatic when I heard this news. I was yes. so dramatic. I woke. She woke the, the old old neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> The old, it was in the morning at around 5 a.m. Yes, we walked the old neighborhood. I walked the old neighborhood. Like people knew Everybody that something was out. happening. Now came out and we say what happened? What happened? 
because why would you break that type of news to me it was unbelievable sorry <laughs> so like later i said and as i started laughing you know people were people around they're not making us laugh i was not thinking very well although we still we, we knew that it happened yeah. but we still i was not thinking very well and you know that we were getting things like so that those type of things did not no, make me cry to wipe your tears. I was, you know, doing big gay. That, no, yes, I could not do it. I really affected me because, you know, I stayed at home for a long time. So when I now go back to school at that time, ah, yeah. It, yeah, it became yeah. something else for me. School. It became something else for me that I, I, I don't even understand. I think that's when my own grief started. Jeez, I was started thinking that, okay, is this it? Is this how life is going to continue? I'm okay, you're not saying anything again. Hmm? <laughs> okay, I was in like, like for you because you, you had to go back almost you immediately. Know, you know, you people, when, it, when you said you wanted to talk about this topic, I said you want to start something <laughs> that I cannot finish. Okay, we're not going to really but, talk about it. How was for you? You, you've said part of it, but you won't believe that. I feel like this, I like this question, the podcast, this episode mm-hmm. we have right now, because it's kind of a therapy for me. Actually. I tell you, I feel I've like never really talked to anyone about mm-hmm. how you were feeling, what I, what I was feeling at that particular moment. Everybody was just saying the physical okay and the cheerful face. I was trying to smile for everybody, even though the smile was not smiling. Deep, deep smile, but I was trying to put up a front for everybody. Everybody was like, ah, Omar King, mm-hmm. Omar was so strong. But they never really knew what I was really feeling deep as inside me as per first the child. first child of the family. So as I said, the first stage for me, even though I kept right when we were talking, because I was trying not to get so emotional. Mm-hmm. The first stage was really, really difficult. Nobody knew how difficult it was for me. Because I was really, really... I have guilt and um, um, some things I regret, actually. But when they were trying to drop, drag me back to Ibadan from Lagos, like, they were enticing me that, let's just go home, something like that. It's not, it still did not dawn on me when they told me the news that, uh, okay, when we got to challenge, that's when um some like i i felt it that something was not right then they broke to, the news to me they already told me that something i knew already that something already happened like something tragic already I happened never in the family but it. i never thought about something yes. like that then okay was it that they didn't me, tell you the specific they didn't thing. tell me this spe- okay they told me the specifics but it was still in denial like it didn't click that this thing can be true i was like maybe is it like maybe it was critically you, you and he's about to die. die or something like that that we ha- we have to rush back home they also got to challenge my big mommy and the one he called that i don't get where are you i said i'm on my way i'm coming now then when we when we moved from challenge we were almost at songo the um, area kind of we almost at Akote. then my mommy's my mommy's younger sister called me again at I think the problem. Like, that is when I started feeling that okay, something is actually happening. Do you know why? Do you know why people were calling somewhere. you like that? We heard the news that they already they broke it to you. you. They told you already. And mommy didn't want them Anybody to tell you. Tell you. So immediately, mommy that they told mommy was already scattering everywhere. So that I guess that's where everybody was, and everybody was here, you know. So they were trying to call you that. How were you feeling at that point? Mm-hmm. I think mommy called you in Lagos. The, the, the thing happened was that I did not know that 
my dad had died until the morning I was about to leave Lagos, mm-hmm. and he had died a day Deep before. after, a, a day, day before. before. Sorry, I, I sorry I to actually cause you. Went Wait, to... sorry to cause you. You, I know that one of the reasons why you might be feeling it was because we lied. We lied to you actually because you called us a day and before you were the day that to, he died. You were trying to. You actually called us. <laughs> let me... I feel like he suspected that. No, 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 no. Somebody sent. Somebody sent a message to her. Now let me let me even talk about that point. It's not like I'm trying to say the person is actually bad or. I'm trying to paint a picture of don't send the message to somebody. But I think I know that the person made a mistake. Yes, mistake. But let me just bring a lesson from it. When somebody's when a news is still fresh, please just calm down. Don't break in. Don't okay, he didn't know that he broke the news, right? Yeah, he did. He did not know. He He did it from a plain ass. But what I would just advise is that please just make it calm down before you start saying sorry. I'm sorry about the device. I'm very sorry about the loss. Calm down. Let it like take a, a break or two. Or try to get information that does. Do they know about it yet? Because yeah. my sister didn't know that. But that was dead. And somebody messaged that. That I'm sorry. I'm about sorry your about your loss. Then she called. <laughs> and I she think, called us. I think another reason why the, the first stage of my own grief was very was a very very difficult process for me was that a day before he died, I, I called mom that i want to speak with him because i couldn't speak with him you know he was sick for a very mm-hmm. long time i couldn't speak with him for a very long he time sleeping, he yeah. was always sleeping whenever i call so i'll tell mommy that when he calls that that when 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 he's awake i want mm-hmm. to speak with him let him let me call let me talk to him then the day he died i already got to work very early i was already at my workstation then my boss came to work uh, unknown to me my boss already knew mm-hmm. about what happened already like mommy already collected permission on your behalf. Oh, I didn't even know anything. Then my she boss told was like, not to my tell boss you. was like, um, Ronke, you can start going on. Then I was like, ah, how will I start going on when okay, I have more those things we actually... to do? But I didn't even know, I didn't really think about it like that. He kept telling me that, Ronke, you can go now. Then he called us back and then, said, uh, after uh, push uh, uh, not going on, <laughs> what should I do? Then around five, when I'm supposed to close for work, then I went with a colleague, we, we went we're going home together. So in the bus to Obalindi, I was like, I just saw the text message. Like, um, I'm sorry for I'm very sorry for your loss. Then I started saying, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> like not knowing that Then I called Bukumi and Damala that. Where is that? <laughs> I want to speak with him. Do you know what? And Kimi was there at that point. And Kimi was like, no. Don't tell her. Don't, 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 don't cry. Through, don't cry. Don't cry. I called. I said, I want to speak with daddy. Now, where is he? He's they sleeping. said, he's sleeping. He's fine. Then I told my colleague, when, I, when he caught the call, then I said, I want to talk to mommy. He didn't let me talk to her at the moment, actually. Mm. He didn't let me talk to her. Then mommy told him. I called mommy to say. That's our mom's younger sister. Mm. Mommy's younger sister. That, um, mommy. Like, Nibolewa. She, she like, said, yeah. she said, I'm at home, mm-hmm. like in, in mm-hmm. Lagos, mm-hmm. like, no one lay, fellow Shelley. I said, ah, okay, Mokovekini. Mm-hmm. I think we're Something all there. Something like we're that. We're all like, there. Like, we now feel like, ah, he's like, you already get when I, when I caught the call with you guys, and I'm like, I told my colleague in Canada, something is wrong. I'm not feeling okay with it. Then I just took it off my mind. I prayed, mm-hmm. and I put, took it off my mind. Then I got home when I was sitting at that particular time. Everywhere was quiet, too. And it's not like them. Mm-hmm. Everywhere should be quiet. Thing, I was still with my dad's younger sister. younger sister. I was like, if you, if you, everyone was so quiet and it's unlike the house, the house is always bubbling and all and all. 
everybody shall went to sleep. I just thought I just thought maybe something is going on internally that I don't know about them. Not to poke nose into the matter on ground. Then I said, okay, let's go and sleep. And mommy actually told me already in the office that to take permission from my boss and come home. Like day. exactly the next day that we have a prayer, a very serious prayer that we have to come and do at home. <laughs> so I already took Why permission from my boss that I'm not coming to work the next day. And I'm supposed to be suspicious of me, Allah will phone me. Because it was so quick to <laughs> grant me the permission. Like, <laughs> you can go, you can go, you can take the break. <laughs> to be suspicious when I'm there. Then I told my aunt like that ah, I'm going to Ibadan tomorrow morning. Said that he wants to see me and we have so 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 and so to do at home. She said, ah, no problem. That what am I going? I said I want to go very early because of Lagos traffic. traffic. Like as, as as early as six o'clock, I will leave the house. So, ah. She said, okay, no problem. Everybody went to sleep. Everybody went to sleep. Oh, five, five, the next morning, no. I already had my bath, shower. I saw that everybody too was already up too. Mm-hmm. Packing, can it come? Can it come? And I asked that, is your husband not going to work? Something like that. She said, ah, no, he's, he's not going to work today. Then everybody, I told them, okay, I'm ready to go. Then I said, okay, sit down. We have something to tell you. <laughs> you know, in the Yoruba film, when they have <laughs> boss break, <laughs> when they want to break news to somebody, when they want to break news to somebody, they just start. Kineko, kineko. Do you know that Lolo? Ah, I said, oh my god, in cutting shelling, who did you fall out? Okay, listeners, that will be all on today's episode. On the next episode, we'll continue in order to make this super long. So I'll see you in the next episode where we'll conclude this topic. I'll see you guys. Enjoy yourself. Please do well to share with your friends and people that you know would need this. God bless you. Bye.